Kavanaugh battle, which was earlier this week. What? Yeah. No, that was 2016. Oh, my God. Seems like it was years ago. Um, When's the last time we had something as similar to that? Maybe more close to it than Anita Hill, Clarence Thomas. Hugo Black's nomination to the Supreme Court by uh, Franklin Roosevelt. Hmm. Way, way, way back in the day. Pretty interesting stuff, but I'll get to that in just a little bit. Um, Once Hugo Black, you'll never... Huh? Wow. Huh? That's something. Thank you. I have more on this Larry Hoover character that uh, Kanye was talking about. Okay. Um, yeah, I think Kanye's out of his mind. That reminds me. Well, I know he is. During the Great Depression, they used to call towns of, uh, of um, poor migrant people Hoovervilles. Hoovervilles, right. To hang around Hoover's neck. Right. As he was uh, making him out to be the cause of this to boot him out of the presidency. Mm-hmm. And now some people are causing these very calling these various homeless camps around California Newsomevilles. Newsomevilles, that's right. And how is he as the lieutenant yes. governor get the blame for that? Since oh, the, it's clearly his fault. Since the lieutenant governor doesn't do really anything. Well, and he's been in California politics for a long time, so he's that's clearly true, to blame. I don't I don't know how. The lieutenant governor whose duties include not having any duties. His duties are duty. He hmm. ain't got duty worth of duties. So is that That's my on? favorite one. Is this, <laughs> is this catching on these Newsomevilles, calling them that? I don't think so. <laughs> I haven't heard it IRL. Yeah. We could promote it. Although it's just dumb. God, I was driving home yesterday, and there's a bike path that runs along this part of the interstate, in theory, so that people can commute between towns on bicycles, and some people do. But there was a homeless camp right there, and I thought, no freaking way I'm riding my bike by. Well, certainly would never ride my bike back there by there with my kids. Because, mm. I mean, you're really in an isolated area going right through a homeless camp. And I don't think I would even do it on my own. So whatever we paid for that bike path ain't going to get used by this taxpayer. Wow. Because you've decided to let... punctured by needles. You've decided to let a Newsomville uh, crop up there. Hey, I don't shoot heroin. Uh, can't well, you I got re- a story about that. Can't you reuse the needle? I mean, I, I wouldn't think you'd get rid of it. Why are there needles everywhere? Isn't that how AIDS got spread around? People well, yeah, reusing but, needles? You could reuse your own needles. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to give myself AIDS. Um, Probably not. I don't know. I don't not know anything the about most it. responsible sect of society, and they probably tend to lose things or misplace them. Ah, that's it. It's absent-mindedness because you're high on smack. Well, hey, uh, more to come on this Larry Hoover character that uh, Kanye West was talking about. Kanye, America's mad man-child genius nut. Uh holding court at the White House yesterday, if you're just tuning in. Um, but right now, let's take a fond look back at the week that was and what a week it was. It's a cow clips of the week. Our Supreme Court confirmation process has been in steady decline for more than 30 years. Meanwhile, in China, a popular new trend is studying math and science. So in the 24 hours since Taylor Swift came out and talked about voting and encouraged people to vote and said who she planned to vote for, uh, there has been 65,000 more voter registrations. You know what else is voted on by the people is the midterm elections on November 6th. Get out and vote. I love you guys. Let's say that I like Taylor's music about 25% less now, okay? You cannot be civil with a political party that wants to 
destroy what you stand for, what you care about. When they go low, we kick them. There was a plan before Jamal went missing in the consulate in Istanbul to try and actually lure him back to Saudi Arabia, where he would be detained uh, and possibly interrogated. And in 2023, the cost of interest on in our debt is going to pass the entire size of our military wow. budget. Wow! That freaking nerd tricked me into learning about Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Would you build a trap door that if you mess up and you accidentally something happens, you fall and you end up next to the Unabomber? That was actually a reference to Larry Hoover, I do believe. Yeah, so two things on the clips of the week. Uh, Senator Collins, that little speech, we played that on Monday. That seems like that had to have been a couple of months ago. Right. Not earlier this week that we were talking about the Kavanaugh hearings. And that thing in there about the national debt that might have been the most important thing said all week long mm-hmm. that I didn't hear anywhere but this show. And nope. Nobody's Nobody talking cares. about anywhere. We spend more money on our military than every other country in the world added up together except for a couple. Mm-hmm. And we're about to surpass that with paying interest on our debt. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. We're a crackhead. As a nation, we are a crackhead. Well, we're we about are to spend, utterly, uh, you know, irresponsible. And I'm spending more money on crack than I am on the interest on my credit cards. <laughs> I mean, the interest on my credit cards is higher than I'm, the other way around. Um, that's incredible. I mean, that almost doesn't even seem possible that you would ever let it get that far. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's just astonishing. But nobody wants to hear it. So, moving along. Uh, so this Larry Hoover character that Kanye mentioned specifically and, and lionized um, and said he ought to be freed. Uh, if you were following really closely to his long rant. It, it really needed to be annotated. Kanye's whole rant, you know, with footnotes and stuff that you could click on and go to an explanation. Of it had a of timeline it. of like a Tarantino movie. He would jump forward and then circle back to points that he made three minutes ago and right. tie them all together. And yeah, it was like reading great literature that's from the past where you have to look up constantly, look up references to have any idea what they're talking about. Right, right. Because he mentioned this person, I just thought whoever that is. Yeah. Well, this guy was the leader of the Gangster Disciples. In Chicago, a gigantic street gang, um, many, many people killed, huge drug ring. Um, and this guy, uh, Hoover, went to prison, um, said uh, the guy who prosecuted him, Larry Hoover ran the largest monolithic gang that's ever existed in our country. It was a gang that was responsible for over $100 million in drug sales in Illinois alone, operating in 28 states. It was single-handedly responsible for hundreds of murders in the city of Chicago. This guy was in state prison on a murder conviction in the 90s when he got community awards for rebranding the Gangster Disciples, the GDs, as an organization committed to growth and development. And they even supported candidates for the government and that sort of thing. He was saying, I can reach your kids. Let me out of jail. I've reformed. Uh, at that time, he was secretly overheard in prison plotting violence to support his continuing drug sales. Oh, really? Yeah. And in 97, he was convicted in federal court of running a drug enterprise from state prison. He's being held in the federal Supermax in Colorado, which also houses the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski, hence the reference to a trapdoor that leads to ending up next to the Unabomber, I guess, for a guy in Chicago who didn't have a dad or something. But I'm not here to refute Kanye's philosophies. I don't think, you know, I just think it's thought-provoking. The reason I bring it up 
one of the reasons, is that Hoover was the chairman of the Gangster Disciples, had 30,000 members in its heyday. 30,000. He ran the gang like a corporation. It had a board of directors. 30,000? Well, you'd have to have a structure. Right. With a board of directors that controlled thousands of soldiers. Um, Then they get into the growth and development thing. Um, But it was an incredibly well-run enterprise. Huge. 28 states. Um, And successfully. Unfortunately, it was all illegal, and he ended up in prison with six life sentences. But there are those, uh, there are activists who now think, you got to commute this guy's sentence and let him go to work on violence and gang killings in Chicago because he's a brilliant organizer. He has street cred. He says that's what he wants to dedicate his life to. You ought to turn him loose and let him do it. And do you believe that at this point? Or? Um, I, 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 that I, makes, I don't know. That makes perfectly good sense to me uh, if he's actually interested in doing that. Yeah, he's 63 years old. They point out that the uh, all the prosecutions have broken up the gangster disciples, and I guess there are a handful of people running around under that name, but they're not controlled by anybody. So how much influence this guy would have, even, mm-hmm. if anybody'd listen to him? True. Who knows? Um, I think the fact that he was... When you're young, somebody in their 60s, somebody in their 40s when you're young, it just you just feel like they're from a different era. Right. They don't understand what's going on now. Right. Yeah. yeah. I remember feeling that way. Not about as important a thing, but... Well, the fact that while the guy was claiming to be reformed and, and, and just was for development and advancement and the rest of it, he was continuing to run a murderous criminal enterprise from behind bars. I mean, how much credibility does he have? But I also get where Kanye's coming from because it is a bloodbath and a nightmare and a disaster what's happening on the west and south sides of Chicago. And and nobody's doing anything about it. Or at least nobody, and that's that's not fair, nobody's doing anything very successful about it. And nobody's talking honestly about it. And, you know, that's that's why I kind of appreciate Kanye and Trump. Is they have no idea what old alliances and 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 traditions and no, no, we don't say that on our sides. They don't care what they're violating. I've got a uh, life hack for you when it comes to Facebook and Instagram from the New York Times to hit you with. Those are uh, they're they're part of each other, right? Instagram is a Facebook thing now or was it always? I don't know. It is now. Facebook bought it several yeah. year, uh, a year or so ago. I'm not on the gram. We your, are. Your dogs and goats are, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. And the show is. But well, we okay. never do anything. Because? Because I don't care. No, I don't know. I care, but I don't know how. I know how, but I just don't have the time. Well, between the two of us, <laughs> we can <laughs> what pull is it off. It? Ignorance or apathy? <laughs> I don't know and I don't care. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. this up sean what is this so there was the lady from an airline who was attempting to bring on an emotional support squirrel i remember that she was removed much to her displeasure god a squirrel is a wild animal 
It the is. Yeah. Thing's gonna claw your eyes. Well, out. And as I say, it's a rat with a pretty tail. It's a rat with better PR. <laughs> and some hardworking reporter found this lady and did a follow-up interview to see how yes. she is handling since being removed from the airplane. So we either, either you walk off the plane, or I'm going to arrest you. There will be trespassing warrants issued for you, and we will take that squirrel. I said, you're not taking my squirrel, sorry. You are not. I refuse. You will not take my baby from me. I politely informed them, I will own a big portion of this airline. I'm going for blood. I am going all the way. I am contacting an attorney. You'll get my squirrel when you pry it out of my cold, dead hands. You are not taking my squirrel. <laughs> her baby. She you called are the not squirrel her baby. Taking my baby. Hmm. I think Numbnut. I think you need an emotional support squirrel. If you'll You clearly do. If you'll pardon the colloquialism that factors in, you're nuts. <laughs> I said you're not taking my squirrel, sorry. You are not. I refuse. You will not take my baby from me. Now that's some real real backbone there. Poor lady. Yeah, no kidding. I think it's one of those, uh, I think there's an expression for it, but the fact that she has an emotional support squirrel proves that she needs one. Yeah, it's like the no opposite kidding. of a catch-22. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thrown 11. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A woman says that to you on the plane, you think, you know what? She ain't kidding. Yeah. She needs this squirrel. Yeah. Yep, and we need her to have this squirrel. Right, <laughs> I think we'll all be all right. But I'd be afraid it gets out of her hands, and the next thing you know, my eyes have been clawed out. Is she holding the thing, or is know. it in some sort of container? I'm picturing it in some sort of carrying case. Squirrel habitat. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> she carries around a smallish oak tree how'd everywhere she, she goes. How'd she catch one? My kid's been trying to catch squirrels in the parks for years. My that dogs easy. are have been good at it through well, the years. Dogs can do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, here's a tip for you this weekend. Oh, first an actual tip. How to delete Facebook and Instagram for your life forever. A challenge that uh, a lot of people have uh, attempted and failed. I tried Facebook a couple of times, gave up. I don't know if it's better now since they've gotten so much scrutiny, but years ago I tried it and there was, you know, it's not working at this time. Please join us later. You know, Mm. of course it's not working right now. I mean, and so every time you tried it, it would... But uh, New York Times, the article, How to Delete Facebook and Instagram for Your Life Forever, a step-by-step uh, way to do it. We have that linked at armstrongandgetty.com if you want to do that. All right? Here's my other tip for the weekend. Don't get hooked on fentanyl. Oh, boy. Isn't that the milk that I took? I don't think... Jacko, m- good to see you. I don't know how many people take it ever on purpose. I really don't have a sense of how many people know what it is and take it on purpose. A lot of people get hooked on it because... They come across some cheap heroin or meth or whatever it is. And the reason it's got such a strong kick for such a low price is it's got fentanyl in it. Right. And they don't know there's fentanyl in it. A lot of people die because of it. And and I'm reading this article in the New York Times about what they call the uh, Walmart of heroin in Philadelphia. It is the biggest open-air market for heroin in the country. Mm. Drug tourists come from all over the country to uh, to visit there because they hear about the well. Back in the day, it was it got attention because it had pure cheap heroin. 
Now it's got fentanyl in it. It's still cheap. But people come there, and many don't leave because they get hooked on it. And, God, they're talking to a couple of junkies in this article, a variety of junkies, who are hooked on the fentanyl and can't quit it. And these are people who have quit heroin a number of times and say, that was brutal. This is just a completely different world of pain. Wow. You try, You stop taking fentanyl. The amount of pain that you're in is indescribable. Wow. You can't quit. Wow. You can't survive the trying to quit it. And if you don't quit, you will die from the fentanyl. Um, this particular county, Kensington is the name of it. It's a couple of streets in a neighborhood and everything like that. That doesn't matter. But, uh, it is the, got the highest overdose rate of, uh, any county in America, um, of any populous county in America. They estimate there are 75,000 residents addicted to heroin and other opioids, opioids in that county. 75,000 addicts in that county. Wow. And people are coming from all over the country to visit this little area. And there's pictures of it and it's just... You can't even believe that's in the United States. It's just trash and bodies, you know, still alive but barely. Some. Yeah. Uh, and and, and no, no stores or anybody living there. It's just a part of a city that has, well, it's become a, a, a heroin open-air market. Wow, that's wild. It is. It's something. The uh, Amtrak train that I took from, from uh, New York to D.C. went through Philadelphia, and, and parts of Philly were, uh, it, it, was good. it was a good ride. It reminded me that those places exist because yeah. I don't go to them. Nope. In my car, Lord knows, on foot. So, I would wow, like to. That's guess. astonishing. You could fill a giant football stadium with the junkies from that county. Yeah, I would like to have somebody take me through there just to see it. But it's got to be mind blowing, boy. And the idea of you get hooked on the fentanyl for whatever reason. Bad judgment. You thought you were taking something else. Right. Whatever. Yeah, you thought you were just doing heroin. Just doing heroin. And now you there's just no way to stop. Wow. Until you're dead. That's how you stop. That's a rough situation. God, you'd think they could put people in like a medically induced coma. Of course, that would probably be monumentally expensive. Yeah, yeah. $200,000 per person. Yeah. And yeah. half of them, when they come That'd out of it. would be great. You wake up in a month. And half of them come out of it and go back to it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. the nature of addiction. Right. Um. Uh. The, we we got to make selling fentanyl like a death penalty crime, don't we? That was the idea with crack cocaine. But then they said, well, it's mostly black people who buy and sell crack as opposed to powder cocaine, so that's racist. The idea was that this stuff kills so quickly How about it's so terrible. Fentanyl's killing everybody. How about we uh, just... Can we all come together? People of all races and colors and creeds? Mandatory 60-year sentences or something. God dang it, that's rough. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, sex abuse scandal bringing down a top U.S. Catholic leader. The Pope's reaction raising some eyebrows. Yeah. The fight for Ted Cruz's Senate seat just took an eye-opening turn. Can't wait to hear this. And we'll have another spin of the Kanye wheel coming up. <laughs> Some more musings from Kanye West. wonder if his wife was watching that on TV. Oh. Barely dressed. Instagramming photos of herself. <laughs> Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. of drugs and how they're bad for you. I don't I don't really know the actress Mandy Moore. She was a big deal back in the day apparently. Anyway, and she married one of my favorite musicians of all time, Ryan Adams briefly. Uh who you probably have never heard of. But anyway, so she's getting married to somebody else and so not the, Brian Adams back to you. Ryan Adams. Uh and so uh she's getting married again, this Mandy Moore who's apparently famous. And uh people were asking about her first marriage with Ryan Adams and so he ended up tweeting about how 
He didn't remember getting married to her at, the, at all. He was so messed up on painkillers at the time. He didn't know they got married until somebody brought it up in an interview. <laughs> wow. wow. He said, wow, we're married. <laughs> wow. That would be... That's uh, an odd way to live life. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that would be a that'd be a heck of a thing to wrap your head around. If at some point you realize, oh my God. I did, wow. What? We're That's married. Like the, the Simpsons Las Vegas wife, uh, uh, wife episode. Homer wakes up and is married to this gal. Yeah. Whoops. Oh. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, Pope Francis has accepted the resignation of Washington Cardinal Donald Wuerl after he became entangled in two major sexual abuse and cover-up scandals and then wound up losing the support of many in his flock. But in a letter released by Wuerl's office, the Pope asked his longtime ally to, uh, ally rather, to stay on temporarily and suggested Wuerl had unfairly become a scapegoat. Having made some mistakes in handling the sex abuse cases, but not in having them covered up, Francis did not criticize World's handling of the abuse cases. Yeah, that that is so weak. And so I don't know if Pope Francis is, you know, I'm giving ben, him benefit of the doubt that he's just not aware. I, I don't know how that could be. So World, I don't, I don't remember how mad I should be at old World. Um, See, according to that report, he was deep in it. I mean, you it, it, beyond straining. A believability that that he wouldn't have been aware of uh, that the the uh, the higher up uh, McCormick McCarrick whatever his McCarrick, name McCarrick, yeah, McCarrick. Yeah. Uh, that he wouldn't have been aware that this was going on and That's all these priests right. he were was a trusted I mean, assistant just, of just impossible yeah. to believe that he wasn't moving these people around on purpose to try to keep his cool job going well and he was facing increasing pressure to step down after the Pennsylvania grand jury report came out that found over 300 priests in the state had abused at least a thousand kids over a 70 year period world was the Pittsburgh bishop from 88 until he left to take the DC job in 2006 yeah and this is the guy that a number of op-eds were written because he's in a in an area where a lot of prominent people live of uh, prominent Catholics who said, I cannot attend Mass anymore as long as this guy's in charge right, around here. Right, right, right. Yeah, now I remember. Yeah, yep. yeah, started backing away. And the, and the Pope is acting like, oh, I don't think he had anything to do with it, but, you know, good on him on taking taking one for the team. What? Hmm. Texas Democrat Beto O'Rourke is raising huge amounts of money in his Senate campaign to unseat Republican Senator Ted Cruz. O'Rourke's campaign has raised an unprecedented $38 million in the last fundraising quarter. Wow. That is the most ever raised in a quarter by a U.S. Senate campaign. I heard in the latest numbers he's down substantially, I think, nine points. Yeah. Oh, Cruz is still leading O'Rourke by nine points in the uh, latest Quinnipiac huh. poll. Yeah, that lead has grown a great deal, but it's all about turnout. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, this yeah. whole election is going to be about turnout, because the last midterm would had the lowest turnout since World War II. Right. What was going on then? Oh, the war. Gotcha. Right. I mean, so one of the lowest turnouts that we've ever had. So is that going to change? I'd assume. Wouldn't you assume? I'll bet I'm shocked, though. I'll bet I'm shocked with all this talk. Kavanaugh and Trump and all the crap that's going on. Russia investigation. Hashtag me, too. I'll bet it's still shocking how few people actually vote. I would guess you're right. Which is why it's all the more important that y'all show up. You'll have a disproportionate uh, voice. True. True. Of course, you know, we're in a lot of blue states where you really don't have any voice at all. So, Well, i got to tell you, we haven't had a coffee study in a while, so it's time to remedy that. Turns out men who drink two cups of coffee or tea a day are more than twice as likely to get their partners pregnant. Yes! (laughs) 
Queen's University researchers... It would be a miracle of science if that happened at this point. <laughs> Queen's University researchers found the effect to be amazing. Apparently, caffeine will speed up and strengthen sperm so they can they swim just come faster out of there. Oh, yes. mine are like marine world dolphins. They can yes. leap 30 feet in the air and, and, <laughs> and ring a bell. Yeah. yeah. So caffeine, good for your sperm. We got pregnant first try both times. I was very disappointed. Really? You're doing it wrong. Wow. <laughs> I was looking forward to the whole struggling with this. Not oh, forever, not too again? long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right. All right, Kanye West made that uh, that uh, trip to the White House on Thursday. Had a face-to-face meeting with Donald Trump during his sit-down in the Oval Office. Kanye talked to Trump about a number of different subjects. Let's spin, At once. <laughs> let's spin the Kanye wheel one more time. I was connected with a neuropsychologist that works with the athletes in the NBA and the NFL. And he, he looked at my brain. It's equal on three parts. I'm going to go ahead, drop some bombs for you. 98 percentile IQ test. I had a 75 percentile of all human beings, but it was counting eight numbers backwards after his repeat. So I'm going to work on that one. The other one's 98 percent Tesla Freud. I don't have any idea what 90 percent the 98th percentile would would make you right but he was only in the top 75 percent in counting eight numbers backwards Backwards. so he's gonna work on that yeah boy he is such a man child he's 41 years old who who'd give a crap i I mean if they're trying to assess your intelligence you think oh that's interesting i'm pretty good at that but the idea that i'd better work on it is so odd he's up there with freud and tesla yes (laughs) That's the a, band or the uh, Nikolai? That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. The petering out. The, the big petering out. The end of the week petering out coming up next. And we got to be good or I have a bad taste in my mouth all weekend and I can't stand it. Yo, boy. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Don't want to walk out of here my head hung in shame. As I so often do. <laughs> Most days. Yeah. Maybe we'll spe- spin the wheel of Conway- Kanye another time. Oh, my God. Also, how do most Americans feel about political correctness? About what you'd guess. Oh, Both really? sides. Left, right, center. Nobody likes it. I want to hear this. the bullies who advocate it have everybody cowed. I want to hear this. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Facebook will now let you launch group chats with 250 people at once. Feature even has a new name, Hell. (laughs) That's pretty good. Wow, that is good. (laughs) Well done, Jimmy. He's had a good week. He has. Yeah. He has. It, it, less political. And he showed up on one of the shows my kids watched the other day, doing a cameo. Mm. Kids Seem, show. Seems like an all right guy. I Absolutely. Jimmy Fallon. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is really interesting. Um, it's from The Atlantic, which I announced months ago was dead to me, but I 
keep its corpse around because it amuses me. Um, I keep going back to it because it's got some really good long-form journalism. It's just incredibly annoying that they fired Kevin Williamson before he wrote a word for them because liberals collectively pooped their pants that they would even have a conservative voice. It's just unbelievable. Cowardly. And, and if you own a bidet, you can't have People magazine next to it. You have to have something like The Atlantic. So that's, exactly. that's one reason to keep subscribing. Right. right. Exactly. Um, so you can't have a bidet and us weekly. So there's this study done, um, and I, the, the who's and why's and wherefores are not that interesting, but, um, they tried to get a real snapshot of American people and voters. Um, and it was encapsulated in a report published Wednesday, hidden tribes, a study of America's polarized landscape. And it talks about the the lead of the article is actually pretty good. It talks about you got two teams. Team resentment is mostly male. They're white people. They're old. And then there's team woke, young, likely to be female, predominantly black, brown, or Asian. Although white allies do their part, these teams are roughly equal in number, and they disagree most vehemently um, and routinely about political correctness. Reality is nothing like this. And our our subheading of this little thing is how different real people are from their portrayal in the media and social media. Uh, So they they talked to 8,000 correspondents, 31-hour interviews, six focus groups, blah, blah, blah. Look, if you look at what Americans have to say on issues such as immigration, the extent of white privilege, the prevalence of sexual harassment, and a bunch of other things, the authors argue seven distinct clusters emerge. From left to right, progressive activists, traditional liberals, passive liberals, the politically disengaged, Hmm. moderates, traditional conservatives, and devoted conservatives. I think I'm at least like two or three of those things. Yeah, I was trying to figure out which one I am, and I thought I said yes to a couple myself. Yeah, yeah. Like most people with the mind and conscience, you have a variety of beliefs that aren't easily categorized. Uh, Labels are for soup cans, but... I mean, let's, I, let's wear label a, people. I wear a MAGA hat, and I'm about to go get in a sports car that's got the rebel flag painted on the hood. Sure. There You're are nuances. Your Tennessee tuxedo. There are nuances. Jeans and jeans jacket. That's right. According to the report, 25% of Americans. Jack, how do you seem smart? So one out of four. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. 25% of Americans are traditional or devoted conservatives. Okay. Their, and this says, and their views are far outside the American mainstream. I'm not sure if 25% of people can be outside of the mainstream, per se. But anyway, some let's leave. Uh, some of this is editorializing. I'll leave it. I'll leave it alone. Some 8% of Americans are progressive activists, and their views are even less typical. 8% are the hardcore social justice warrior trying to make you feel guilty about everything types. Well, and what would make this all make sense is if you had a number on how many people who run most media that reaches you right. agree with that 8%. Is right. that 8% or 7%? 8 Yeah, the 8%. I got to believe that 80% of the media I take in every day agrees with that 8%. By contrast, the two-thirds of Americans who don't belong to either one of those groups constitute an, and you're going to love this phrase, Exhausted majority. 
How many times did I say this morning, This the, the modern world has made my arse tired? Their members, quote, share a sense of fatigue with our polarized national conversation, a willingness to be flexible in their political viewpoints, and a lack of voice in the national conversation. Most members of the exhausted majority, and then some, dislike political correctness. Among the general population, a full 80% believe that, quote, political correctness is a problem in our country. 80 freaking percent! Wow. Even wow. young people are uncomfortable with it. 74% ages 24 to 29. 79% under age 24. The You know, it's funny. We're fond of saying that the crazy 10% on each end control the conversation. It's more like 8%. We exaggerated. Uh, well, so, the woke minority are clearly a tiny minority in all ages. The vast majority of young people think we're too politically correct. Right. That's wild. And you know who's less likely to think political correctness is a problem? White people. By slightly less than Asians and Hispanics and American Indians. Um, One 40-year-old American Indian in Oklahoma said in his focus group, and I assume they mean, um, you know, a Native American as opposed to, uh, you know, Indian American. It seems like every day you wake up, something has changed. You say Jew or Jewish. Is it a black guy, African-American? You're on your toes because you never know what to say. So political correctness in that sense is scary. Yeah, try to do a radio show. Um, um, the, well, the long and short of the article, and there's much more, but we'll have to revisit this Monday, is that the vast majority of us are quite reasonable, and we're not brimming with hate for each other. But the brimming with hate crowd is much more interesting to put on camera and to stick a microphone in their faces. Isn't that interesting? It is. So it's, huh, how does that 80% or, or two-thirds you said in the middle, um, how do they regain the conversation? How do we regain the conversation? I don't know. Whether in the media or uh, in the halls of Congress. Preemptive jailings? <laughs> Final thoughts with Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Never before have so few done so little for no one in particular. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You always jump in. He wasn't done. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Oh, boy. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Positive Sean, lead us off. Yeah, I'll be checking out the going to an actual movie theater for the first time in several weeks as First Man has uh, crossed the threshold of of my interest. I am going to see this this weekend. I'll have my full review for you guys on Monday. Super. Yeah, I can't wait. I'd like to see that. Marshall, final thought? Well, Mega Millions uh, drawing is tonight. I am holding the winning ticket. After winning, I will come in on Monday to gloat and hand out cash awards to the Armstrong and Getty team, <laughs> except for Jack, That's who right. has stated publicly he does not want to be any part of this kind of game. Well, because I've mocked it. That would be wrong for me to get any money. I will continue to mock it. I admire your uh, principles. Michelangelo, final thought. Sunday, November 4th, daylight saving time ends. So you have three weeks to change the locks on your doors of your house and get your prepare, your family prepared for this scary time. Please note, Arizona residents, I'll post a different final thought for you as this doesn't apply to you. That's beautiful. You aim to please. Uh, Jack, do you have a final thought? Oh, he mocked me. My six-year-old mocked me. said I'm going to need a time machine, but I am going to attempt to learn how to do a backflip on the trampoline. And I'm going to attempt to film it, and I will hope to post it on the Twitter. Wow, you have to, from a variety of angles, hire a crew. 
My final thought is, remember yesterday when we were talking about the proposal uh, through the years? It's an ongoing like myth that you can disrupt a hurricane with a nuclear weapon, mm. and we need to begin nuking hurricanes. Well, thanks to Matt in New York, we're now aware of Mr. J.B. Atwater, who in the 1800s patented his cyclone destroyer, or the Atwater Tornado Killer. It was a dynamite-driven device to stop uh, tornadoes in their tracks. He tried it once, and it, and I quote, flattened a railroad depot, knocked out all the windows in town, and killed two cows and a mule. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it worked. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. we got some good clicks for your articles, that sort of thing. See you on Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.